Welcome back to a Clubfoot Mom podcast. I am your host and fellow Clubfoot Mom, Maureen Hoff. A few weeks ago, I posted on Instagram a picture of my daughter, uh, my Clubfoot cutie, with like at gymnastics and talking about my decision to say something to her coach about her clubfoot. And I wanted to just dive a little bit more into my experience with that because I do think it seems to be a common thing that parents face when their cuties are done with kind of active treatment of clubfoot. So when they're not in their boots and bar or... um, doing any sort of relapse treatment and there's no active treatment going on. And then how do you handle that? How do you talk to people? Do you talk to people? Do you tell people? Do you not? Like at what point do you, you know, bring it up or do you not bring it up? And I, I, I'm going to be the first and start this off by saying, I'm not going to tell you I have any answers because I don't like we're very new to being out of boots and bar and she's just starting to get into uh, more activities, more like a formal activities. So sports and it's, and she's going to be starting school soon. So there's a lot of like questions in my mind about whether or not and when I should tell people who are interacting with her physically, so coaches or even teachers, PE teachers, about her clubfoot. And one of the reasons that this came up was within my conversation with Catherine McLean, we talked about this. We talked about as she became a teenager, she struggled in PE and in in her, uh, I think she was talking about her cross-country running, and it was in relation to her clubfoot, but she never said anything, and her parents never said anything to the school, and she never talked to her parents about it, and she said she wished that she would have. That's something that she would have gone back and done differently if she had the opportunity. So then it got me thinking of, like, we're starting out on this new kind of path of our of her clubfoot treatment and it's I don't know it's it's it, I feel like there's a lot of gray area for me at the moment of I'm not really sure which way we're heading <laughs> even how to talk about it honestly because like with the Ponsetti method and the bracing and the casting it was like we really had like a step day by day we had a plan we had a path and now we kind of have these checkups, but other than that, and you know, what, what we decide to do from here is a lot of what our discretionary decisions are. And I definitely have struggled to kind of find our footing. And a part of that is when and how to tell people about her club foot. Um, one of the things I will say that we've talked to our cutie even about is that just because she's done with boots and bar and that she's graduated doesn't mean that she doesn't have clubfoot anymore. Like we've made that a pretty common topic when we're talking about her clubfoot. Like it's that she has corrected feet, but she will always have club feet. 
And I think it was important for me to normalize that to her and speak it out loud to myself because I think parents really get into this, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but we get kind of this thought process that, you know, clubfoot is curable and when they have corrected feet, they will have no more issues and they will live a completely, you know, uh, I guess, typical life and that they really won't have clubfoot anymore. Um, or it'll be something like, oh, I had that when I was a kid, but it's not something that I have. And I have, the more that I've worked within the community, I've really heard parents and people with clubfoot talk about, while that may be true for some clubfoot kids, that it's not always the case for a lot of kids, that there are different times, especially during their growing years, that their clubfoot will have an impact on their activity level. And I think it's important to normalize that because I don't want my cutie to feel as if something happens or she's feeling tightness or um, sore or just overall fatigue in her feet and feeling like she can't tell people because she's, you know, because her club feet are supposed to be corrected and fixed. And uh, I just want to create an avenue for her to be open with me and talk to me about what's happening with her. So that's the approach that we've taken with her individually. But then when when she was approached to kind of move up to the higher level gymnastics class, I mean, she was super excited and I was excited for her. And But there was a moment when she was on the balance beam and I was watching and I just she typically struggles on the balance beam a little bit with balance and um, more so than I think I've witnessed other peers or maybe um, if I'm being fully frank, it's just my perception of that. Like I watch her more. I am analyzing all of her movements so much more. So maybe she is typical on the balance beam. Maybe it's just my perception that she struggles with the balance, but there was a moment where I just was watching her and I thought, oh man, like I, I maybe should let them know like what, that she, you know, has or was born with clubfoot and that you know, while she's not no longer in boots and bar or they would never, you know, really notice by looking at her feet that it might still have an impact on her activity level and, so it was kind of just a spur of the moment intuition that I think might have been spurred on by my conversation with Catherine and me watching her. And I just thought I should just say something. So I approached the coach after class and I just said, listen, like, I just wanted to let you know, like, there's nothing that needs to be done differently or I'm not having any expectations. There's no issues or problems that I see. I just wanted to make you aware of the fact that she was born with um, bilateral club foot and that sometimes that may impact activity level or it may not. And I, I also wanted to say because she doesn't wear socks or shoes when she's doing gymnastics and her toenails are still not um, 
as normal or typical looking as like, let's say my, my older girls, right? They're still kind of sometimes a little bit weirdly shaped. And so if he was looking at her toenails and being like, what's, what's happening here, right? Then uh, it was also just kind of that, like looking at her feet. Um, and he ended up just saying like, well, I would have never known. And she's kind of above the curve of kids her age. So I don't have any concerns. And, um, I remember just feeling like, okay, well, is, was this the right thing to do? Should I have told her coach? How do I handle this more in the future as she gets more into uh, sports and teams and has more a variety of coaches? I I don't I don't know. And I honestly am here to tell you I still don't really know the answer. And I think it's going to be at this point. My intention is to do it on a case by case basis. I don't want her to be treated differently because she was born with a clubfoot and I, I don't want that to happen, but I also don't want her to feel as though that's not a part of her journey because it is. And I don't want it to be ignored. So I'm really, I don't know, trying to figure out the balance between those two. I don't want it ignored, but I also don't want it to, um, you know, be the, the biggest part of her story. So how do I find the middle ground? I don't, and I honestly don't know, but I think after that moment, I ended up, we ended up going to see our physical therapist for a follow-up who was the one that frankly told me like, you can't hold her back from gymnastics unless you hold all your girls back from gymnastics. Like you, you want her to do the things that she wanted to do. Cause I was worried. Like gymnastics is very hard on your feet. Like, uh, you know, those apparatuses, the beam in particular can cause a lot of foot problems and in, in typical kids. And I know some high level athletes and who are gymnasts and, you know, it in particular can really cause pain and injuries. And I just wanted to avoid that. But our physical therapist was like, you, you need, we, we did all of this so that she could choose what she wanted. And so encourage her to do it. And so I've listened to that. I put her in gymnastics when she was ready and, uh, healthy enough to do so. And I think, I talked to him about the coach thing and about these conversations and whether we should tell. And I think he just said the biggest piece that he sees with uh, older clubfoot kids, so teenagers, is fatigue. Like they they fatigue easier with their feet. And he goes, and sometimes coaches have a better understanding of what they need to do to make adjustments for kids in that type of situation who the knowledge and the awareness of it with a good coach will add so much value to their coaching style of your child. So I think at this point, I am going to go on the basis of letting my intuition tell me whether I should say something or not, right? And keeping the door open for my cutie to have conversations with me about 
how things are feeling for her and letting her know that she has me to advocate for her if she needs it, but also help her encourage to advocate for herself if she needs it. And I remember I have a chronic illness myself and in, in high school, I struggled with, um, with gym class because we always had to do a lot of physical things during the spring and the fall, which was the worst time for my illness. And I remember being like, I don't, I don't know what value I have in this and what's um, but I didn't want to be treated differently. So I didn't want to make a big deal about it. But at the same point, I needed to find some ability to um, advocate for myself and know my own physical limitations and what was helpful and what wasn't. And it is a lifelong learning process because you're living in the body that you have and making adjustments as needed. And I want my cutie to have all the tools in her toolbox to advocate for herself as well. And a big part of that, I think, is figuring out how to role model that for her and um, be a safe place for her to discuss any issues that she's having. But anyways, that was just kind of some more um, detail about kind of my process of whether I should tell people within her kind of inner circle, especially ones that see a lot of her physical activity, that she has clubfoot and that while she may be out of boots and bar and we're not having any issues with relapse at the moment, that, you know, it's still a part of her journey and it still has an impact on her um, or might have an impact on her. I don't know for sure, but just the awareness part of it, I don't know if that can do any damage is just awareness, right? Isn't that what we're all kind of trying to achieve when we work within a community and bring awareness to a certain uh, subject or topic? Uh, I would think that that's kind of the goal, but I don't want the goal to be detrimental to my child, which is something that I ruminate about all the time with the work that I do and the journey that I've been on through her clubfoot experience and my experience as her clubfoot mom. So I guess at this point, I don't have any answers, but that's just what I'm thinking about. So I hope that this episode was helpful. If you thought it was helpful or you think of someone that you think it would be helpful to, feel free to share with them. And if you have any thoughts about it or want to get in contact with me, you can do so through my website at maureenhoff.com or my Instagram account at Clubfoot Chronicles Mom. Until next time.